the Shorshin Podcast, shining a light to the nations. Shalom, everybody. I'm Bill Cloud, and I want to welcome you to this week's Torah Tidbits. In these segments, what we do is we take a particular theme from this week's Torah portion, and we discuss it a little bit. And the Torah tidbit that we're discussing this week is taken from the book of Shemot or Exodus. And it's the Torah portion called Vayera. And Vayera means, and I appeared. And it's referring to what when God made himself known to Abraham and the patriarchs. It, this is a statement he makes to Moses. In fact, it was God's response to Moses' complaint that came at the close of the previous Torah portion. Pharaoh didn't respond the way that Moses thought he would. So Moses started complaining to God that, look, these things aren't happening the way I thought they were going to happen. In fact, things are worse than they were. He told God, you haven't delivered the people at all. And so again, that was at the close of the previous Torah portion. And so as we begin this Torah portion, God responds to that. Now, the reason Moses said that It was his reaction to Pharaoh's decree that the Hebrews should fetch their own straw and still have to make the same amount of bricks. So even though God had foretold Moses what would happen, that Pharaoh would be resistant, but eventually he would have to relent, nevertheless, apparently, Moses was expecting things to unfold his way and according to his timetable. So as the Torah portion by Yerah begins, God reminds Moses that he is the Lord. He is yud heh vav heh and he is true to his word. And so we read from Exodus chapter 6, verses 2 and 3. God spoke to Moses and said to him, I am the Lord. And again, the Hebrew there is yud heh vav heh. I appeared, and that is vayira. I appeared to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob as God Almighty. And that Hebrew word there is El Shaddai. But by my name, the Lord, or yud heh I did not make myself known. And that word known, the Hebrew root word is yada. And so when God responds to Moses, he speaks in a language that's suggesting that he is rebuking Moses. And in a way, he's comparing Moses unfavorably to the patriarchs because the patriarchs believe and they had less to go on. They walked faithfully without complaint. But they did that, though they didn't see the fulfillment of the promise. They only saw God as he revealed himself as El Shaddai. Moses, his generation, on the other hand, they had been told that redemption was at hand. In fact, Moses knew that it was to occur in his lifetime. Yet Moses was disheartened, He was discouraged and he was wondering if it would even take place simply because Pharaoh didn't respond in the way that he expected him to. And so Moses is going to see God reveal himself as Yudhe-Vavhe, where the patriarchs did not see him reveal himself that way. And so the words, I am Yudhe-Vavhe, wasn't intended to inform Moses what his name is because that was already known. In fact, in Genesis 15, 7, he'd said to Abraham, I am Yudhe who brought you out of the Ur of the Chaldeans. So they knew that his name was Yudhe So why does he say, 
by my name, Yudhe I didn't make myself known to them. And I believe the word yada, that root word that means to know, that supplies the answer because it implies intimate knowledge of. You see, the patriarchs had intimate knowledge of him as El Shaddai because the word name is more than what you're called. It has more to do with your character. In fact, with your authority. So here's the point. God was impressing upon Moses that because he is yud heh vav he is the self-existent and eternal one, the promise of redemption, that that had been told to Moses, would come to pass. Now, in Genesis chapter 41, verse 44, here's a statement that the Pharaoh of that day makes. He said, I am Pharaoh. And when he said that, it was an assertion of his power and authority, not a declaration that this is my name, because everyone knew his name. They knew his title. He was just simply saying that as Pharaoh, I have the authority to make Joseph the viceroy over Egypt. So what does that got to do with our subject today? By saying, I am Yudhe the Creator is asserting His authority and His power to deliver His people from Egypt. Again, He said this in response to Moses' complaint and apparent doubt that redemption was going to occur. And so God was stating that as Yudhe I will fulfill what I promised to the patriarchs. And so Moses and Israel would know Yada have intimate knowledge of the fact that I am Yudhe the self-existent one. Not only that, but Pharaoh in Egypt would also know, yada, that he is Yudhe Because if you remember, Pharaoh initially responded to Moses, who is the Lord that I should let Israel go? And so this is the context of the statement regarding the patriarchs. They didn't know me as Yudhe They didn't have that intimate knowledge of me, even though they were fully aware that Yudhe was his name. And there's just a few examples there. Genesis 14, Genesis 15, Genesis 24, Genesis 28. They knew his name was Yudhe but he made himself known as El Shaddai. Now notice he didn't say, I didn't make myself known to them by my name, but by yud Vavhe was not known. And what I mean by that, he's, the text does not say that they knew me by my name, El Shaddai, but they knew me as El Shaddai. The point is, the statement is not about what they called him, but how he revealed himself to them. Not his titles necessarily, but his actions, because in the lifetime of the patriarchs, he provided them from he provided for them in many many ways. Survival in the time of famine, military victory over sometimes superior enemies, the power to amass great wealth. Abraham, Isaac were very wealthy men, and therefore, where the patriarchs are concerned, he was known to them as El Shaddai, the All Sufficient One, because. He provided for them in every circumstance. And even though they knew that his name was Yudhe they would not see what Moses would see. You see, they had the promise, but they didn't see the fulfillment of that promise. And so they could not fully comprehend this, not in the way that 
Moses and Israel was to comprehend it because Moses and the people of Israel in that generation would witness miracles and demonstrations unlike anything the patriarchs had seen. So in all of the ways that God made himself known to them, miracles such as were to happen in Egypt were not evident to them. Other miracles were evident, evident to them, but not the things that Moses and Israel, that Israel saw. But now that the redemption was at hand, it would be necessary for God to manifest these unprecedented wonders. And so in the end, Israel would know, yada, have intimate knowledge of him as yud heh by his actions, by what he did. And that is why yud heh is his memorial forever. It's not about pronunciations so much as it is about his actions. And so in short, he revealed himself to the children of Israel in a way he had not revealed himself to their fathers. Because, and this would be the point, when redemption is at hand, many unprecedented things begin to happen. And so then, what does all this have to do with you and me? How does this relate to our current generation? Well, might it be that previous generations saw his provision and they knew him as El Shaddai? And I'm talking about our fathers, our grandfathers. In their trials, they knew that his grace was sufficient for them. But now, when we get to our day and age, if we believe that we are the generation of the redemption, then we will have to understand that we're coming into a time that we will have intimate knowledge of him as yud heh vav -Hey. Once again, not because people are learning how to pronounce it, but because of what he will do, because of his many wondrous deeds. Because the redemption generation witnesses things that prior generations couldn't even begin to comprehend. So if we are that generation, are we to see things unlike anything previous generations have witnessed? If we are that generation, then the miracles of the past will pale in comparison. And there is a biblical precedent for this. In fact, John chapter 14, verse 12, Yeshua said this to us, Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes in me will also do the works that I do and greater works than these will he do because I am going to the Father. In the prophet Jeremiah, it says this in chapter 16, Therefore, behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when it shall no longer be said, as the Lord lives, who brought up the people of Israel out of the land of Egypt. But they're going to say, as the Lord lives, who brought up the people of Israel out of the north country and out of all the countries where he had driven them. For I will bring them back to their own land that I gave to their fathers. And so the point is that the things that previous generations have seen will pale in comparison to what the generation of the redemption sees. And so considering this, and also that Moses was rebuked because of his lack of faith when it was compared to the patriarchs, then you and I should be on guard against the feelings of defeat and hopelessness 
when our deliverance doesn't occur when or how we think it should. As a body, we shouldn't be downcast and doubtful if redemption does not occur when we think it should or how we think it should. We need to remember the lessons from the past because to the contrary of being downcast, we need to focus on the fact that our Father in Heaven is Yud-Heh-Vav-Heh. He is the eternal and self-existent one, and He will do what He has promised. And this we also learn from this Torah portion. When it does occur, then we will know, yada, the world will know that He is yud heh vav And that's this week's Torah tidbit. I appreciate you joining me, and we'll see you next week. Shalom. Like what you're hearing? Become a BillCloud Premium Partner to watch or listen to hundreds of hours of teachings and resources on demand. Go to BillCloud.com slash subscribe to start watching today.